born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands work for change, my tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A hearty welcome to each and every single one of you out there, respected listeners of the Voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah, it's been absolutely wonderful to be back in your company uh, since post Ramadan, subhanAllah. And, uh, you know, so beautiful indeed was this particular month. It has just come and gone. But nonetheless, this beautiful Saturday evening here in the Mother City. And inshallah, I will be taking you right up until 9 p.m. this evening. So this particular our inshallah we bring to you born to serve featuring leaders in our community that have made are making and whose legacy will continue making a difference inshallah in various spectrums in various streams and alhamdulillah this evening it gives me great privilege and joy to welcome somebody whose legacy flows through a various streams as well um, sitting right at the top of it is through the Pen. And we welcome with us in studio Brother Ibrahim uh, Mongrati. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Hearty welcome to you, Brother Ibrahim. Shukran, shukran. It's always good to be here. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wonderful, wonderful indeed. Now, tell us who is Ibrahim Mongrati. Let us start right from the beginning, inshallah. Yeah, I think as I was telling you uh, before we started the show, uh-huh. um, this the past two years is more what I've been focusing on, uh, the writing and the the workshops, etc. But prior to that was uh, sort of a lead, lead up to where I am now. And, sure. Uh, I'm 45 years old. Alhamdulillah, and uh, I I used to suffer from depression. I used to, you know, look at the all the bad things in life used to get my attention. Right. Uh, prior to the past uh, couple of years of my life, mm-hmm. uh, that's what led me to a point of, uh, you know, starting to write and get past all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up as a middle child. You know, those middle child syndrome. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it, st- it started back then when I was a teenager as well. So, you know, I, d- I didn't. Um, if I look back now, or if I look back a couple of years ago, sure, I would have looked back at a lot of pain, a lot of uh, hurt in my life. Right. Um, alhamdulillah, if I look back now and the journey that I've taken I don't have that pain anymore SubhanAllah. And, uh, that's what I started writing about and I start sharing with people of mm. how they can get through uh, traumatic events and you know childhood trauma sure. whatever it is that that's um, absolutely that's what I'm focused on right now sure. in, in, in my life so. and I think um, you're a proud yeah. uh, Cape Tonian mm. lad if I may at 45 still a spring chicken <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Yeah, so yeah. your early part your early childhood uh, yeah. took sprung up in Cape Town it did. I was born in Cape Town. Uh, I, my family moved to Johannesburg for a short stint as well. Right. Um, and we came back to Cape Town. Alhamdulillah. Um, wonderful yeah. indeed. And, you know, um, growing up in the mother city, what, yeah. you know, um, you have highlighted a few traumatic events, etc. But I'm sure there were other things that, you know, propelled you into where you are today. What, mm. what was perhaps maybe some of your fondest memories growing up or maybe... Um, some of the inspirational people in your life. Yeah, well, Cape Town is full of inspirational people. There's so much talent in Cape Town. That, yes. Uh, and that's really what inspired me is the people of Cape Town. Right. Um, you know, we're a very close-knit community and people are not, are not uh, you know, j- uh, what am I saying? People are not uh, selfish to, mm-hmm. to share uh, what their experiences are. And when I grew up, I, I had... Very good uh, family, very close family. My mom's family is all in Cape Town. And, okay. Um, my uncles were very, 
um, spiritual people. Sure. And, uh, so so I, I learned a lot from them. Subhanallah. You know, Was there so. a particular lesson, a childhood lesson that strikes out that maybe rings a bell mm. at this point in time, something that you take with you for a very long time? Yeah, you know, <laughs> my childhood, um, like I said to you, I, I had a, a very difficult childhood. Right? Okay. Uh, but um, if I look back now, I mean, I had to go through that yes. to be where I am now. So I don't have any regrets to too much childhood. Okay. Um, but Alhamdulillah, I needed to experience that to be able to get to to get where I am right now. Mm. Um, so, and what yeah. was your, um, you know, in the scope of leadership? I think challenges affect each and every single one of us and yeah. makes us these productive, progressive leaders. What was your support mechanism back then? And if you reflect now, uh, do you think it's changed? So, uh, yeah, support is, is important. I mean, you, you always rely on your family first and foremost. for, mm -hmm. And they are support, your backbone to, to life, to everything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I've got my mother to, to thank for that because she's been my, my inspiration through my childhood. Um, so through now and always giving me that support you know you can you can do this you can be whatever you want to etc uh, obviously back then i was in my own shell and i was like i don't believe i can do that right mm -hmm. uh, but if but i mean alhamdulillah my mom really stood by me and pushed me to to be uh, a better person always absolutely and, uh, subhanallah and i think uh, every single yeah. one of us out there can relate to the pillar that a mom serves in our lives and mm. nothing parallel to that. Nothing at all, absolutely. Subhanallah. May Allah grant all our mums, uh, those that are still with us, the best of lives, full of prosperity, and those that have left the high stages in Jannah. So, Inshallah. moving on, you know, through secondary education mm. and beyond, uh, what was your ambition as a teenager? Sure, as a teenager, I wanted to be a pilot, actually. I okay. wanted to travel the world and uh, you know, see, <laughs> see different places. Uh, but back then, I was very much into electronics and uh, mm. into engineering. I ended up actually starting to study uh, electrical engineering. So where I am now to what I actually study is very different. <laughs> right. I ended up differently. So, uh, and that's why I'm on a different journey now. And, okay. And I'm studying positive psychology at the moment, which is... Interesting. You know, which is getting... Different, but we started off with as a teenager and and moving into it. I had no idea I'm going to be where I am today and doing right. what I am today. I mean, uh, I really wanted to. I mean, back then, computer technicians were kind of a thing that I wanted to do, right? Electronics, but yeah, was it the didn't turn kind out of that way. <laughs> new buzz or the the I mean, the recent onset of technology and computers and things back in that time, I would imagine. Yeah, and I'm talking about early 90s, right? right. I finished school 1990. So, sure, sure. So it was a long time ago. Alhamdulillah, wonderful yeah. indeed. So, uh, you know, uh, megatronics, computers, things along those lines. And then life had yeah. a different path for you. Um, to where you are today, mm. retrospect, what changed? What made you develop into this more um, inspirational person that you are today? Uh, a lot of traumatic events okay. that were very, very much self-inflicted. Okay. And if I look back now, everything was self-inflicted. It was because <coughs> simply about my what my mindset was back then. Mm. Um, always looking at blaming other people okay. uh, for my own problems. So sure. something goes wrong, blame someone else. It's the easy way out, right? Right. Um, until something really dramatic happened. I had failed, two failed marriages as well. Okay. So... You know, right now I, I, I talk to a lot of people about 
don't give up on marriage and, and that yes. because I've been there. I can experience it. Sure. But my journey began after I got divorced. Okay. Uh, my journey of finding myself began then. Right. right. Um, and um, I needed to, I realized that it's time to change. I realized that mm. I can't go down this route. Sure. One of my best friends uh, committed suicide. Mm -hmm. and, and that was a huge eye opener for me as well. It's like, I do not want to be going down a road like this. Yes. Uh, you know, when you're suffering from depression, you you don't really understand that there is a way out. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a way out. So I prayed, I prayed about it, and Alhamdulillah, I got guidance Alhamdulillah. On, on what I needed to do. And I started taking baby steps to, to improve myself. Wonderful. And, you yeah. know, respected listeners, if you are tuned in, this is a very, very important uh, life journey that we are speaking about. And the concept of life is that of turbulence. Not everything goes according to your expectation, according to plan. And given your experiences, now, if you are one of our listeners that are out there and is facing this particular problem and is going through this depressive episode, we are speaking to somebody who has been there and he's sharing his life journey. So uh, we kindly ask of your full attention, inshallah, through these various, um, you know, uh, lessons that we are about to undertake. So, you know, uh, Brother Ibrahim, mm. in this particular journey, um, one, of the, one of the things that people ask a lot is how do we get out of it? Blaming others is definitely, but a positive solution. How how do we change this positively? Yeah, well, it begins with yourself. So you right. firstly got to acknowledge that this is the problem. Okay. Acknowledge that you suffer from depression, right? Um, or that you're having a negative mindset. Acknowledge it, and then realize that is. I need to make an effort. I need to make a change in my life. Mm -hmm. So if I look back, the first step for me was, uh, and I give an example about a garden. So if you wanna. If you have a garden that is full of weeds, um, you need to clean the weeds out first, right? Right. And then you start planting seeds. Mm -hmm. And then you have a belief that those seeds are going to become beautiful flowers. Mm -hmm. So my mind at that point was, I have a weed, mm -hmm. a garden, weed garden. Right. Pull out those weeds. And the next step is to plant seeds. And I knew that um, it's not going to happen overnight. Okay. So you take baby steps to to improve mm -hmm. and uh, the one thing that I started using was affirmations okay. and the affirmations are sort of the seeds that I talk about so right. if you plant something um, it's eventually going to grow right mm -hmm. you start watering now if you an affirmation is a positive uh, a positive sentiment mm -hmm. um, something that you really believe in right and if you start saying that uh, for example if you're not happy mm -hmm. you can start using happy positive words um, i attract happiness into my life was a very good affirmation that helped me mm -hmm. and the more i said that uh, the more i believed it mm -hmm. and eventually i reprogrammed my mind to believe it and i uh, started feeling a lot of more happiness subhanallah inside, uh, absolutely so, wonderful wonderful you know, indeed yeah. um you know people usually i mean one of the things that they resort to is dua or supplication or you know, just helplessly turning onto a, one's creator in times of dire need and necessity. Has this been something also as part of your journey to self-discovery, something important? Absolutely. Uh, spiritual journey, indeed. So the first step is making dua, right? Right. But you can't just make dua because you got to yes. make dua is, is a fundamental important point. But mm -hmm. you got to make the, the changes yourself as well. So you can pray for guidance. Um, pray, pray that Allah gives you those, that guidance. But at the same time, you yourself need to make take steps to to start changing your life and start, uh, you know, speaking to yourself with positive words and mm -hmm. speak to people around you with positive words as well. Yes, absolutely. And uh, more importantly, pray 
for someone else. Okay. I pray, and I'm talking about a good prayer, not a yes. bad prayer. <laughs> right. So uh, it's important to pray for other people because you start feeling that, you start feeling blessed yourself. Right. So there's there's daily rituals that I do and I and I train people to to use, mm-hmm. and one of them is really start uh, praying good prayer for someone else, right. um, and then. There's lots of different other techniques that I that I share with people in in, in the workshops and mm. seminars that I run as well. But, okay. But the first step, yes, du'a is important, and thereafter is making changes, small mm. changes daily into your life. Daily. And it's practice. You can't do something today and stop tomorrow. Right. And then expect your life to change. It doesn't sure. doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Absolutely. So. Subhanallah, I definitely can relate and you know echo your sentiments. Um, this particular journey coming out of phase of being depressed and uh, you know uh, seeking assistance dua so these are some of the modalities that we use and you know through your engagement with people via seminars and authoring which we'll get to in a bit what has what has the response been what what are people saying about this are people becoming more aware and alert of uh, you know depression being a you know, a chronic a medical condition for that matter and uh, yeah. are they making these steps they are uh, i'm surprised that how many people come forward and go and acknowledge that i yes. am i am having a going through a difficult time um and it's interesting the words they use to me and whenever someone talks to me about and they say to me, I'm struggling, I'm unhappy, I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. And immediately I'll say, stop using words like that. Right. And that's the first steps to not use words like okay. that. Okay. But um, it's amazing that, uh, I mean, the World Health Organization has predicted that by 2020, mm-hmm. um, we, a lot of, we're going to be about 60 to 70% of the population that mm-hmm. are suffering from, from depression. Right. Um, so it's something that people do do need to wake up now and go, I need to start changing my life. Okay. But now I've noticed a lot of people that, oh, Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's 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 a good sign, really, that people want to want to change and and want to stop feeling that way. Alhamdulillah, which is wonderful. Right. Yes, you know, in leadership, some of the challenges that do bring about rebound depression, mm-hmm. you know, not progressing, not, yeah. not uh, basically nothing going right. Mm. And what do you say to such people? Well, you know what? It's always about you, and most people don't realize that it's about yourself. Okay. So, despite Things are not going well at work, for example. Things are not going well wherever things are not going well. Mm -hmm. Um, The first step is to not blame the situation, Mm -hmm. not blame your boss. Mm -hmm. It's actually look within yourself firstly. Right. And I'll give you a simple example. If two people go on a roller coaster ride, um, one (coughs) will come off very happy, ecstatic, Mm -hmm. and full of energy. And another person will come off the roller coaster ride very freaked out and upset and like, I'll never do that again. So what I'm saying is exactly the same situation, but two different different outcomes from different people. So uh, you give me an example of of a work situation where Mm -hmm. things are not going well, Mm -hmm. uh, but there's other people in the same work, in the same office environment that is not experiencing what you are. Right. So the answer is within yourself and you've got to look, okay, what can I do differently and what can I start, what kind of words can I start using to myself? Sure. Because every journey begins within. Okay. It has to be within and that's what what I figured out. Okay. Uh, Because I've been in situations where I've been stressed out as well Mm -hmm. and I've you know, initial response is it's that person's fault. Yes, but you know, you got to step back and go. Actually, it's not. Actually, okay. it's me, and it's how I am um, 
thinking mm-hmm. and how I am uh, reacting. Sure. Because sometimes we always react. We don't uh, respond mm. in, in situations sometimes. Two know? chief mm-hmm. words, reaction versus response. Yes, and, um, well, killing mm. off the fired water, I think that's a common expression used. It is very common. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Absolutely indeed. wonderful indeed, subhanAllah. Yeah. And, you know, um, just talking about this and talking about your example and your instance and some of the things that you've been through hmm. and uh, you know what i take lesson from as a prospective current leader yeah. is the fact that your life journey has not been restricted to you you're sharing it with others that for me is inspirational yeah i i i, uh, I have to share it with others because they need to relate to it right okay and understand that uh I mean, I share a lot of things in my book, so mm. about you know what I've experienced and how I go about changing that. Okay, and interesting. Uh, for people that attend my seminars and workshops, we go into that as well, and I I, I share certain things, and uh, certain people relate to it. And afterwards, they come up to me and go, you know what, I'm, I've had the same problem, I'm right. dealing with the same thing, uh-huh. and you know what do I do and stuff. So, so alhamdulillah, you know, you, you've you've used two key modalities of speech and translating your experiences into writing. Yeah. Um, is there a preference between the two that you use? Which came first? Well, the writing came first, and the the reason why the writing came first is because after I experienced the said uh, traumatic experience, sure. I can laugh about it now. <laughs> right. um, that I immediately started writing. Okay, and I started actually using it as as journaling. So I started writing just what I was experiencing. It just came to to words, mm. and that's how my writing began. Is um, Putting putting what I was feeling into words, and I found that to be so amazing, mm. and that's how the writing began. And after the writing began, that's when the uh, the, the workshops, and I wanted to get out there and speak to people. And yes, yeah, Alhamdulillah, wonderful, wonderful indeed. So you know this um, conversation that you have to yourself, translated into books, into writing, which many yep. other people can relate to. Um, I'm sure that's inspirational to you yourself. I mean, you you get empowered because of this. Absolutely. Uh, I sometimes read my own books and go, this mm. helps me. I mean, that's why I started writing is to to actually help myself. Okay. Um, I didn't I didn't set out to go. I want to write a book. Mm. Wasn't my intention. I started, like I said, I started writing for myself. Yes. And a lot of things I write about is very personal stuff. And when I write, it really comes from the heart. And I go, this is, you know, if it works for me, it's got to work for a lot of other people. Mm, absolutely and, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Alhamdulillah, I think, uh, you know, the the imagination of an artist is via his uh, picturesque, uh, you know, artwork. Yeah. And of <laughs> a writer, funny. it just opens up a world of imagination. Yeah, and then, not respected good. listeners, it's time to go and pay the ad. Uh, the ads will resume shortly thereafter. Stay tuned. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice. My hands walk for change. My tongue sing the sorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FM is what you are locked into. With myself, Muhammad Sheikh, and our guest in studio, Brother Ibrahim Mongrati, who is a, an author, a um, somebody who conducts workshops and seminars to do with a person's journey to oneself. Um, self-discovery and alhamdulillah we touched on some of the very uh, you know broad beautiful things that we need to empower ourselves with look into our lives into ourselves and that's where the journey begins that's where it really truly is and uh, you know um, just perhaps inshallah uh, you know welcome back to brother Ibrahim and you know this uh, particular segment inshallah let's focus a little bit on the 
books, the authoring part yeah. of your uh, translation mm-hmm. of experiences mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, uh, events that have happened. So the first book I have in front of me, respected listeners, just to get a visual, Thoughts of Perfection, The I Attract Affirmations. And if we browse through this book uh, with the permission of the author, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, we find key emotions that we that touch our lives, that we, you know, experience on a day-to-day basis. Uh, would you like mm-hmm. to share some thoughts on that, Brother Ibrahim? Yeah, so the, I mean, Thoughts of Perfection already is, uh, it's about your thoughts, right? Right. And what I, what I realized when I was going through depression is what I was thinking, <laughs> were not good thoughts. Right. Uh, the thoughts going through my head uh, were very dark, very, mm-hmm. you know, not good thoughts. And and what I also noticed is the thoughts that I was, all, all the, the words that I was using to people around me were also not good. So it's really about the words we use. And, and I found that each word resonates on a different frequency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that changes how you feel inside. And it can actually change someone else okay. as well. So that's our thoughts of perfection. Uh, the I attract affirmations is, is, is what really is the key of the book. Is, right. And it's focused on I, right? So mm-hmm. I is in you, the reader. Mm-hmm. Um, the changes that you need to make. Right. And if you are struggling with anything, there's a lot of topics in the book uh, that, that I cover in the book. And, um, and the one I mentioned already is the I, I attract happiness into my life. Mm-hmm. So that's an affirmation if you say it to yourself consistently, uh, you start believing in it. And you'll start feeling better. So um, if you've gone through a divorce recently and yes. you're unfortunately one of the people that, are, that didn't want it and you, and you have heartache, you're suffering from, from, from depression because of this uh, divorce or breakup, whatever it is, that particular affirmation can help you a lot. If you mm-hmm. say it, say it a lot and start, start believing in it. Um, just as a start to get yourself you know, more calm and, and more finding peace within yourself. Absolutely. One of the things that I find, you know, just uh, uh, browsing through the book, um, an article that I came across uh, very recently with regards to mental health and statistics Mm -hmm. that, you know, you alluded to earlier on, um, in terms of uh, people's fears, right? So the most common, um, you know, fear a person has in life um, is failure, followed by yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, you know, I quote you, I attract the power to overcome the fear of failure. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about this? You're right. People have the fear of, fear of failure. And um, I actually found a lot more men struggle with that than women, okay. strangely enough. Men mm. um, fear failure. Um, it's just a general thing. But um, what I found is it starts with a belief. If you believe that you're going to fail, you are going to fail. Right. So the affirmation that I've that I've written there is, uh, if you say the affirmation over and over, and you, that's that's how you start reprogramming your mind to get over mm-hmm. uh, the fear of failure, because there's a lot of power in getting over something like 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 fear of mm-hmm. failure, and uh, it really starts in your mind. If you, before you fall asleep at night, mm. that's the best time where you can reprogram your subconscious mind. So if you're saying an affirmation like that. Just before you go to sleep, for example, mm-hmm. um, it's going to trigger something. Right. What I've also encouraged readers to do is not to read the book once off. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to use the, the, the techniques that are in there on a daily basis. Right. It depends what, what space you are in your life, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you're not in a good space, you, can need to, you need to focus on it every day. Right. And it takes about 21 days to really, really 
make that effort to 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 train your subconscious mind to change. Absolutely, uh, twenty one to twenty eight days. Mm. So you got to really do it for for that period of time. Sure. Um, and I think uh, the same with you know trying inculcating a good positive trait in your life or uh, expelling something which is negative. You know, a work in progress. Yeah. Uh, respected listeners, you can yeah. give us a call. Tell us what you think. Four four two zero two one four four two three five three zero. If you know Brother Ibrahim uh, and uh, some of his works, or attended his seminars, let us know what you feel, how you think, and uh, uh, or alternatively, you could send us an SMS. Um, you know, on our SMS line. And uh, let us let us know what you're feeling. You know what you're thinking. Um, has there been challenges, and how have you dealt with it? And can you relate with what we are speaking about? Self journey. Uh, one of the positive things that we need to identify in terms of leadership development. Um, if I may, mm-hmm. are there any particular people that you look up to in modern day society that have accomplished so much in uh, their self journey? That you perhaps look up to? Well, you know, there is so many people out there that uh, that are on their own journeys and have shared uh, their, uh, you know, their, their positive journeys as well. Um, in the Muslim community, um, there's a, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know about, um, I figure her name, um, uh, Yasmin Mujahid. Mujahid yeah. yes. She's coming to Cape Town, uh, I think, like this month or next month, I can't remember when, but... Um, also, someone that's from Islamic point of view shares a lot of positivity. Mm. Uh, has also been through journeys. Uh, I, I like watching her videos, YouTube videos. Okay. Um, one thing I do a lot is um, I like feeding my mind with positivity. Right. Uh, from various people, from various sources, mm-hmm. from my own work sometimes. Uh, so there's just so much out there. We're living in a world right now where everything is at our fingertips. So yes. if you want any kind of inspiration, you can you can have it. It's, it's at your fingertips. YouTube, v, uh, Google, mm. it's right there. So there is so many people out there that, that you can get it from. Absolutely, uh, definitely. Yeah. I think on that note, respected listeners, it's time to go and pay the bills. We we'll resume shortly thereafter. Stay tuned. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice. My hands will for change. My tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Let's hold hands as we make a start. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FM Stereo, the minutes. Just whiling away, subhanAllah, as we enjoy discussions on self-journey. And we are joined by our guest, our leader this evening, Brother Ibrahim Mongrati, a prolific author, a some uh, somebody who does workshops and seminars um, to do with self-discovery. And uh, not too long ago, in fact, just two weeks, he released his latest book titled An Enlightened Path to Self-Discovery. And uh, subhanAllah, you know... Um, we at sometimes we take authors for granted hmm. in terms of 
it's not just writing things down on a bad day now, is it, Brother Ibrahim? No, definitely not. Uh, you've got to be in a very good space when you write. Uh, and uh, tell us tell us about your writing journey, you know, your yeah. inspiration, particular with the latest book. Mm-hmm. And how do you go about doing it? So my latest book started off with uh, my spiritual journey. Uh, it was something that I needed to enhance. And I found that uh, if I want to go down a spiritual journey, I need to know myself completely well and uh, uh, you know about the, the, the terminology or the saying that goes conquer your nafs mm-hmm. uh, self-discovery is pretty much like that you got to understand yourself and know yourself and and then you can really get to a good good space in terms of a spiritual journey so that right. was my my need uh, where I started off with an enlightened path to self-discovery mm-hmm. and I started writing about that uh, the process is a long process to to, to write a book so okay. um, you don't just wake up and go okay I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes writing uh-huh. <laughs> or come back from work and say I'm going to write for the next hour no you don't you've got to be in a very good space and I make sure that uh, you know I, I write and it comes from my heart mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm feeling really really good uh, and I write so it's a it's a long process this particular book took a year to write absolutely subhanallah um, yeah so it's it's not it doesn't happen overnight no, absolutely um, <laughs> one of the things that you highlight and you touch upon that I feel is pertinent to leadership and uh, you know um, self journeying if I may use those words yeah. is the concept of balance yeah hmm. you know I've never actually found somebody to give me an accurate defi- definition of what mm. is the right balance. Perhaps you can help me out. The right balance, yeah. I, I have a uh, section in my book on balance, in right. fact. Uh, because right now, nowadays, we focus on, I think, it depends, you know, what you, who you are and what's more important in your life. But you've got to have a balance. So most people spend a lot of time on their careers. Uh, neglect other parts of their life um, but you got to have that balance so think of a pie chart mm-hmm. um, take that pie chart divide it into eight or six or four whatever you, and you decide this quarter of the pie chart belongs to my work right uh, this is again my family but when you do that actually break it down to how your life currently is yes so and you and most people do that they'll go three quarters of this pie chart is my work mm-hmm. my business or whatever then small portion goes to uh, family small portion goes to exercise so what i encourage about balance is to take the pie chart and uh, break it down to ideally what you want and okay. ideal is to really have that balance in your life mm-hmm. when you put it down in paper you it makes sense mm-hmm. because then you can see pie chart Breaking down into eight, what is important for me in my life right now? Is yes. it it's work? Yes. It's family, it's friends, it's uh, exercise, it's meditation if you want, prayer, which you've got to have in our pie chart. Mm. Um, and then start working towards making those changes. So um, balancing that pie chart. Okay. So yeah. for me, balance is, is really a pie chart if I'm going to break it down as simple as that for well, you. Well, I mean, it's a very mathematical. Uh, connotation and yeah. uh, I like yeah. the analogy. Yeah. I like so, the, the the links of Hanallah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, what I find, what I struggle with mm-hmm. personally is fitting everything into the right proportions on the pie chart. Mm-hmm. There's always an overlap, and sometimes there's a complete overlap. And I think, yeah. uh, at some stage, do we all also go through that? That's normal, and you're right. Uh, there's there's always going to be overlaps, and there's always going to be times when I'm just focusing more on this. Mm-hmm. But if you start 
acknowledging that and you know that this is I'm spending too much time doing this or spending less time on that then then you got to be consciously aware that I need to do this and I'm going to do this and you make the time to do it make an effort to spend more time on 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 X or whatever it is you want to do mm. but it starts with your your mind and starts with your because if you want to do something you're going to do it okay you know? so it's important to have in front of you uh so the pie chart I'm talking about, have it in front of you and see it every day and, and change it if you want. Okay. And uh, balance it differently. But mm. uh, be aware of what it is that you're spending too little time on and too much time on. Okay. And I yeah. think that self-consciousness uh, pushes you in the right direction to, you know what, making the right choices eventually. You have to, yeah. That's it's a must. Uh, I think Absolutely. it's something I've learned to improve on my life, yeah. inshallah. Yeah. Um, something that I can take lesson from. A pie chart and, yeah. you know, let, those, let the wheels spin rightly and not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> overlap or interlap. Um, yeah, inshallah, right. I think, uh, you know, time is really going so, so fast. Mm. Uh, unbelievable, <laughs> right? So, tell me, wh- what are your um, uh, current uh, seminars and workshops planned? And uh, do we have a new book in the pipeline, inshallah? Uh, inshallah, yeah. I, you know, I enjoy writing a lot, so mm-hmm. I am. I've sort of started on a new book again. Uh, it'll take a, another journey to do. Uh, but the workshops and the seminars, yes, that is something important to me. I want to be out there in the community and helping people. I run seminars for free. Okay. Um, my my schedule for the next couple of weeks. I think Johannesburg's having a, a marriage conference that I'm going to be attending in the I think it's the 22nd of July I'll be there doing free coaching book signings as well okay um, on the 4th and 5th uh, sorry 5th and 6th of August I'll be at the Academia Library mm. Ali Khlas uh, Academia Library so I'm offering uh, one and a half hour session seminar mm-hmm. on the 5th and the 6th so it's a Saturday and a Sunday right um, you know people can just RSVP to whichever one they prefer to attend uh, and then I'm doing a retail book launch at um, Timbuktu Books, mm-hmm. uh, I think around about the 29th of, of July as well. Um, okay, wonderful. Yeah, but so all the information is on my website, uh, IbrahimMongrati.com. Ibrahim, uh, E-B-R-A-H-I-M-I-M. And M-O-N-G-R-A-T-I-E. Absolutely. There you have respected listeners. In let's 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 bring you to the um the hot seat we don't have too much time if you had to summarize life in three words what would it be three words that's not enough (laughs) (laughs) is not enough i think that's it (laughs) yeah no it's not enough but uh you know everything starts with you everything it's an internal journey and if you can conquer the internal journey Mm -hmm. um you can do anything really starts with internal Everything starts yeah. with you. With you, yeah. Ah, I also just want to take the opportunity to let the listeners know that they can get a copy of my book at sure. the Timbuktu Books in okay. Cyber and Park. Um, or at, um, I'm just thinking now, uh, Sawans in... Uh, Haji Ibrahim Crescent mm. Violence Okay, perfect yeah. So there you have Respected listeners On that note Hearty shukran to you Thank you uh, Brother Ibrahim For sharing your insights And in life inshallah shukran. And I hope uh, uh, You've had a wonderful Journey with us In the last uh, 40 odd minutes or so Alhamdulillah and, uh, I did shukran, Alhamdulillah shukran. Wonderful Splendid indeed And uh, we hope We wish you all the best In your endeavors In your Thank workshop you. Seminars Coaching as well As authoring um, And uh, we look forward To having you back uh, With us on board To serve in the near future Inshallah Shukran.